0: from our respective apartments, it's Just Meaningful Plastic. Here are your hosts and judges, Katie Clay and Chris Dockham-Goodman.
1: Chris, hello and welcome to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. How are you feeling tonight?
0: I don't know about you, but I'm feeling... Twenty-one dances are about to be talked about. Is that bad math? Is it more than 21?
1: I'm honestly... I started to question it. Okay. We <laughs> okay. Have, yes, we there have are 20... There are twenty. 23? Three, 23 no. dances.
0: Wait, no.
1: 11 couples.
0: And then 10 couples. It's 21.
1: Are there 22 dances?
0: No, because...
1: Oh, 11 plus plus 10 is 21. Woo! That joke paid off in the long run.
0: You didn't go to school for fork and math.
1: Nope, not for fork and math. I went to learn how to communicate.
0: And you do it so well.
1: Yep. So, what do you want to talk about?
0: (laughs) This is going to be an experience.
1: (laughs) Chris, we are on season four, episode two plus three.
0: Which equals seven.
1: We are killing it. Math (laughs) is our expertise. And we love to talk about dancing.
0: We are to math. What Billy Ray Cyrus is to the ballroom. Masters.
1: (laughs) Boo.
0: Katie, he is the most improved.
1: Chris, I literally, (laughs) literally cannot believe that those words were used to describe him.
0: Katie, I love him. Katie, I love him.
1: Be careful with what you tease me with, because I am right on the cusp with a contestant that you have been dying for me to be all in for. I am right there. And if you push me too hard, you know how I operate. And then I will just spitefully hate her.
0: I'm just going in guns a blazing tonight. I love love him. I love him. He's a perfect man. I love every inch of his hair.
1: I love the fact that he refuses to dance to anything other than country music.
0: But we're not even talking about him yet. And we have 29 dances to talk about in this episode, which is far too many. So we better get this ball rolling, this show on the road, this other metaphor communicated. So Katie, why don't you kick us off with our kicked off contestant?
1: My poor robbed goddess. We are talking about... Paulina Poroskova, or whatever her last name is, and her partner, Alec Mazzo. For shame.
0: Poroskova won out for her tonight because robbed goddess.
1: She (sighs) delivers punchline after punchline in her package yet again. She is the the gift that, ki- that keeps on giving. I cannot believe how little time we got with her because in two weeks she shined bright like a diamond.
0: I think Paulina was one of the early highlights of the season and I hate that I'm saying was one of the early highlights after two episodes and then she's gone. It's a crying shame. She was shame. so
1: good. It is so wrong that she did not last because she was so, like, her personality was hilarious. I thought her dancing was good. Like, she did not deserve to go home first. It is ridiculous that we are talking about her first.
0: I thought her mambo in week two was fabulous. Yes. So do the birds outside my window. And I'm sorry, you're going to hear those because it is Forking hot in my apartment. And the fans sounded worse, so enjoy the birds.
1: I love them. Almost as much as you love Billy Ray Cyrus. I thought... So she went in, like, middle of the pack in week two. Mm -hmm. And she was one of the first female contestants who was really moving her hips well. Like, by the time that her mambo rolled around, I was like, yes, okay, we're doing this, let's go. Like, she really energized me towards the Mambo. Like, I really enjoyed her dance. I thought sometimes it looked like she was just kind of walking and, like, she wasn't necessarily moving with a purpose. But it was a good dance.
0: I liked it. I actually felt that it needed more hips. But her face was great. Her lines were great. Her legs were great. Mm -hmm. Great Great, great legs. Only a few legs I would ever call greater than those legs. If you were to rank the great legs of the world, Katie, who would be the best pair of legs?
1: That we've seen thus far, or just in season four?
0: I mean, the great pairs of legs.
1: Okay, I'd put her third. I'd go Stacy, Rachel, Paulina.
0: I would put Kim Legs for Days Johnson.
1: Well, I'm not doing Kim, I'm not doing pros. I'm just doing contestants.
0: The great legs of the world, Katie.
1: Okay, well then I'm putting Stacy, Kim, Rachel, Paulina.
0: I don't know why I discussed these things with you because of course you're gonna stand Stacy Keepler over Kim legs for Days Johnson. It's fine. It's fine. Stacy had
1: five feet of legs. Of course, hers are the best.
0: Kim's are for days.
1: Stacy's were for weeks. Paulina was robbed.
0: Yes, she was. Like, I just, I loved the editing of the package from her saying, I'm just afraid he's going to drop me, but he won't drop me. Right to him saying, I've dropped some people.
1: Everything about their package was flipping hilarious. For whatever reason, they go to the Empire State Building, and Alec is like, I think it really helped. And she literally cuts to cuts to Paulina. Visiting the Empire State Building did not alleviate my fear in any way. Like they were gold. How were they the first eliminated?
0: They were just so light and charming as a couple. They danced really well. I really liked this Mambo. It went. But alas, we must say goodbye to the robbed goddess, Paulina Poroskova.
1: Her Mambo did score a 21. She saw straight sevens, giving her a total from night one and two, of 40 out of 60.
0: That did put her squarely in the middle of the leaderboard at sixth place. Alas. R.I.P. in the most peace, Paulina Poriskova. Thank goodness she's not dead.
1: <laughs> Skating right along to our next contestant.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Should I leave the segue to you?
0: The speed at which you hit that. <laughs> Gold medal to you, Katie. It's Apollo and Julian. We're talking about Apollo Anton Ono. Oh In week two, we saw only quick steps and mambos. Quick steps for the men, mambos for the women. In week three, just so we can already get it out of the way, we saw jives. And we saw tangos, but it was not gender divided. But we'll get to week three. In the meantime, let's talk about Apollo and Julianne's quick step. Katie, did it work for you? Are you on board the Apollo train yet?
1: I'm not. I'm really not. Week two nor week three got me aboard the train. Um... I was impressed with the choreography of the dance because I think that they utilized every inch of that dance floor. I, like, could not believe how much they moved, how far they traveled. I thought that his frame could have been better. I felt like the arm with the bent elbow that, like, holds her hand. I don't know what you call that arm. um It looked weak, and I don't really know how to explain it. it he just needed to have more purpose with it um I thought it was a good quick step and this is when I I had to kind of look inward and I had to start wondering like am I expecting too much of Apollo I don't know Apollo's legacy that well but I do know that he was on all-stars and so I am not seeing an all-star caliber contestant out of him up to this point So maybe I need to just drop that at the door and just try and accept him for who he is right now.
0: I hear that and I am on board with you. Mm -hmm. I think it's also being made hard that the judges are really raving about him. Yes. And I do not feel the same way. Mm -hmm. I thought like the week two package and dance together were both pleasant. I liked them. I didn't rave about them. I didn't love them. But the judges were just like, let's go. All hail our God Apollo.
1: Yeah, Len was like, you should stay for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I was like, have we seen enough at this point to warrant that kind of a response?
0: Yeah, I, I feel like we're both feeling the way you feel about what I say. That the judges are telling us, love him. We love him. Yes. And we are like, oh, sorry, I'm packing my things to leave. Goodbye.
1: Yes. The more you tell me to love him, the more resistant I am towards him.
0: Their quick step was fine.
1: It it didn't, like, pack a punch. And not that quick steps are punchy, but, like, I just didn't leave it feeling anything. And for the score that it got, I was amazed.
0: And the score that it got first thing in the night.
1: Yes.
0: Because it gets an 899 for a 26. Mm -hmm. Carrie Ann dings it for something I actually kind of liked. That at times it seemed that he was so smooth. Almost to the point of like slipping around on the floor. And I, I thought that was good Carrie-Anne did not like it, and then for the next couple dances, it seemed like other people were sort of sliding around on the floor, and I just wondered, was it too polished, and were people's shoes, like, not scuffed enough? I was waiting, I was honestly waiting for a fall, and I would have liked it.
1: (laughs) Who would you have liked to have seen fall?
0: I'm not gonna answer that, because I have a, like, funny answer. And you would be furious.
1: It's master RBC, isn't it?
0: No, I think turning a glide into a fall would have been very funny.
1: And then in week three.
0: Week three, they do a jive.
1: A Pulp Fiction jive.
0: Yes. And again, I see what the judges are loving in him. I'm not on board because for everything he's doing so well, I mean, his lower body, the control that he has over his legs, just excellent. But he was very consistently ahead of the beat during Mm -hmm. this dance. Mm -hmm. He was very often ahead. And that really tempered my enthusiasm for everything he was doing well.
1: The the Pulp Fiction theme did not work for me as a jive. I think that trying so hard to be loose and trying to do the twist took away from the integrity of what a jive is. A jive is kicks and flicks and it's, it's staccato and he was too fluid.
0: I hear what you're saying. I just saw it as a little bit of messing about. And they weren't together because he was ahead. So I wasn't thinking about stylistically what it was doing to the rest of the dance. I'm just not on board with him yet. And Mm -hmm. it just feels tough because the judges are so on board with him. It makes me wonder what I'm missing. Yeah. And that's unfair of us.
1: No, it's not. (laughs) Why is that unfair of us? Why do I have to be on board with him? I don't have to be on board with anybody I don't want to be on board with.
0: Well, it means that we're feeling worse about him for something that's not his fault. It is
1: too his fault for going on season 15 and leaving that kind of an impression on me.
0: You're right.
1: Thank you, that's all I wanted to hear.
0: For the Pulp Fiction jive, Apollo and Julianne Get away with a seven, eight, eight, a 23. Solid score.
1: In week three, it landed them in technically second place, but that was because there was a four person tie at the mm-hmm. top of the leaderboard with 24.
0: Yeah. So the scoring this season is already off to a just bizarre track.
1: Mm hmm. But enough of Apollo. Let's go ahead and glide on over to the next contestant. Oh, would you look there? It's Clyde the Clyde Drexler.
0: How's the weather up there?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're so funny. That's
0: a word for it.
1: In week two, Clyde and his partner Elena Grinenko, danced a quick step.
0: I loved how awkward Elena was when they went out on the basketball court. Oh, absolutely. Stunning. I mean, who am I to judge? I'm not that good at basketball either. (laughs) But it was very funny.
1: I feel like we're not getting a lot of personality out of Elena. I don't know that I have a strong opinion on her up to this point.
0: I don't really have a strong opinion about her either, but I would argue that for the most part, the pros, they take a while to coalesce into a certain personality. Yes. There is a, there is a female pro this season that I think has finally met her, has finally reached her peak. And we've seen a lot of her so far, but we'll get to that. Boop. There's, there's a pick. Okay.
1: Thank you for putting a pin in that.
0: Katie, we have so much business to get through.
1: <laughs> I loved his package to so nobody's surprise. I'm I adore Clyde. So I smiled through all of it. Um, I cried during his quick step because I just felt so happy for him. I was so happy that he got through it. Um, I recognized <gasps> that like it wasn't a good not great of a dance, but you know how I get. You can't, like, roll your eyes at me. I cannot change who I am.
0: I'm not rolling my eyes at that. I am rolling my eyes at the fact that you're like, I cried because he got
1: through well, it. Well, I cried like, because I felt the motion while he was dancing. It wasn't just because he got
0: through it. I think he definitely improved. Mm-hmm. And given their height difference, the frame on this... Had to be so difficult. I think it was kind of impressive what they were able to do. The frame at best was okay. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the hard thing, is like I wrote down I wanted more body contact with them, but how how can you yeah. when he's so much taller than her which just kind of sucks and then I feel like the judges are like well you know you still have to do blah 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 and it's like but can like can they actually physically do it I don't know
0: this is where the scoring the scoring is the biggest problem when it comes to Clyde Mm
1: -hmm. yes
0: because they're taking off points for things that He is having to deal with more than others because of his height. Uh Now, usually, I'm a person that would say, you have to be great on the same level. So yeah, your level of difficulty is going to automatically be harder. Uh I'm sorry, good luck. Uh, But it almost feels unfair that the judges are scoring him as low as they are relative to everybody else, essentially because of problems... That boil down to his height and her height.
1: Yes, I totally agree. I thought the dance was very fast. I thought he appeared very light on his feet. Mm-hmm. I thought all in all, he did a really good job
0: on his quick step. I agree. I mean, it. but it's so tough because emotionally, I want him to be at a higher score than an 18. Mm-hmm. Because for him, that felt low. Yes. When we're not in a vacuum of just him, then I say okay, well an 18 is probably right, but then you also have people that they overscored. I so was going to a-
1: say, but then when you look at the leaderboard, it doesn't feel quite right. So every everything
0: all, you know. is everything is off because an 18 should be right in a vacuum, it shouldn't be in context. It's with not <laughs> the leaderboard, it's not right So it's just a mess Yeah Speaking of messes
1: Let's talk about his jive
0: <laughs> I thought when they announced He was doing a jive, how unfair
1: I know, honestly Two of the jives were very unfair <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're not shaking my leg on that one <laughs> it was not too quick of a jive i spent it watching curious to know your reaction because you are particular with your jives and you love him so katie i'm just gonna let you roll
1: so i enjoyed the dance um i think that he needs to commit more that's like my number one thing i think that he knows his steps and he just needs to unleash the beast um he dances very smooth and he dances very small. I thought he was a bit too flat footed throughout this dance, but I still really enjoyed it because I like him. So that was kind of my biggest takeaway is like he, not in the sense of other people who are like fantastic dancers, where you feel like they're right on the cusp of like greatness, but like he is right on the cusp of maybe leveling up in his dancing.
0: I think I agree. It wasn't extremely energetic. So I agree. He, he can go bigger. I thought it was really interestingly choreographed by Elena because she wasn't really asking him to do kickouts. Uh-huh. Uh, she wasn't asking for a lot of big extensions. So it played into having him dance smaller in certain uh-huh. ways. Uh-huh. But I liked it. It, this one was just weird because the judges weren't wrong, but the judges also weren't right.
1: <laughs> Amen.
0: They were too harsh here.
1: Yes, they are on him, and I don't get it. Do you think... So we get judges' comments, and then they awkwardly cut to, like, a montage of what's to come in the episode, and then when they go back to Clyde and Elena, Elena is wiping her eye. Do you think she was crying after the judge's comments?
0: I couldn't tell, because she goes right from wiping her eye back into, like, on-camera smile. Yes. So I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know what she would have had to cry about from that, though, because... It, it all boiled down to the height difference. Yes. And what he can and can't do, and what he should do and shouldn't do.
1: But maybe she's feeling frustration from that, because there's literally nothing she can do about it. And so you just feel like you're getting penalized for something that, like, literally, like, there's no constructive criticism here. It's literally just you telling us that we're never going to get it.
0: I mean, that's exactly what is happening, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So
1: So maybe we're right. So he scores a 16. It's the lowest score of the night. It does not feel like this is the lowest scoring dance of the night, but we are where we are.
0: It's definitely one of the weakest dances of the night. Yes. Yes. I don't know. I I just struggle because Again, on a curve, you want to say he should be judged differently. Mm-hmm. Because he's so lanky, you're not going to ask him to do kickouts. You understand how he's dancing smaller, because if he doesn't, then all of a sudden it's going to be, well, you just became gangly and overextending and blah, yes. blah, blah. Like, it, he has no way to win. hmm But <laughs> he needs to do something other than what he's doing, because it's not working right now. Yeah i don't know i guess what i'm saying is there is no way for him to win so elena cry your heart out (laughs) (laughs) i'd be a good constructive supportive judge
1: yeah really letting her know what she can improve upon
0: Mm -hmm.
1: will you start singing your marilyn monroe um happy birthday mr president (laughs) why because Lee because Lisa Gibbons is turning 50 in week two. Huh. Let's talk about Lisa Gibbons, everybody. and her partner, Tony Devalani.
0: Happy birthday, Miss Gibbons. <laughs> <laughs> I like yes. that I'm, I like that I'm committing to it being horrible,
1: horrid. horrible. <laughs>
0: Happy birthday, Miss Gibbons.
1: Somehow that was better than <laughs> the first one.
0: I thought I was like going for like Dracula. Yeah, and I don't think it was.
1: I don't think it landed quite at Dracula. Yes, you heard it here, folks. Lisa Gibbons is turning fifty, and we are going to celebrate by her performing at her fiftieth birthday with Tony, of
0: course. Tony's here to support anyone over the age of 50, mm-hmm. as we well know.
1: Chris, what did you think of her mambo?
0: Go. Still timid. She yes. is still a timid dancer. Yes. What I thought was really curious, Tony seemed to be dancing really small in his moves to match what she was doing. hmm And I thought that was a very good move on his part. Mm-hmm. She just needs to open up. I don't know what else she can do.
1: She is so timid and fluid when she dances. And I just wanted her to hit some of her moves in a mambo. And it just feels like she does not have the confidence when she is not with Tony. When she is meant to be, you know, not in hold and in sync with him. She just she does not appear confident whatsoever.
0: And I, I don't know how you fix that. Granted, they she takes a big step forward in her next dance. Yes. Which honestly, based on how eh, this mambo was, we can probably move to that week three one. Um, yep. This one got straight sevens. Most importantly, from the dance master, it got a jaunty seven. Which reader I screamed.
1: <laughs> then in week three, she performed a tango, and it was shockingly quite an improvement. I really enjoyed her tango.
0: This tango worked. At first, I thought the costuming, the mustache. Yes. Choices. But they worked.
1: Literally when she was in the red room with Samantha, I saw her in the background and like from the bottom of my heart went, Who was that? I had no idea it was her.
0: Well, like the hat and the little half veil. The makeup,
1: all of it just was
0: I was like, this is a choice. Yes. Tony has like a pencil mustache. A jacket that had a big, like, red glittery... Was it a drag? It was something. I have no idea. It was a choice. Mm -hmm. And yet...
1: It was maybe one of my favorite tangos of the night.
0: Yes. She just, like... She seemed like she bought in.
1: Yes. She did not... Like, they truly looked... Like, they were perfectly in sync for so much of that dance.
0: And on a performance level, she was giving a certain level of drama. And Mm -hmm. she said they were going for, like, seduction and sort of things. And and it worked. I wanted her to emote a little bit
1: more. But it was such an improvement from what we've seen that, like, it almost feels cruel to nitpick that.
0: That level of improvement meant that it was really lovely to see the score that she got.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: A 24 straight eights tied for first. But in context, compared to everybody else, it was maybe a little overscored. To me.
1: Curious. I don't know that I came to that same conclusion.
0: But I don't know because part of what I felt I liked about it was that it was so different from what we have seen from her so far. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know if that meant that the dance wasn't really as good as I thought it was.
1: Well, Len comments that it was a very simple tango. And so I almost wonder if maybe Mm. Tony is not pushing her so like i could kind of understand from maybe from that perspective why you felt it was overscored because maybe they just weren't quite doing enough
0: well that thought made me think i don't think he's not pushing her she has shown so much resistance up to this point yes that perhaps he dialed it back In order to get her to execute something to a strong level. And this worked. So Mm -hmm. now I think you can start moving forward and say, okay, now we're going to go for more difficulty. We're going to go for more things. Yes. There's some armchair psychology.
1: So we are going to keep this train moving right along as we go to Ian and Cheryl.
0: Cheryl said she feels so lucky with this partnership. Oops.
1: This was the first week where no, I I'm sorry, week three was the first week where I felt like he was coming off as very try-hard.
0: I don't know. Y- you know we love Cheryl Mother Fork and Burke. Yes. And knowing what she has said since about Ian Ziering has colored our perception. And of course, because we're team Cheryl, we're like, okay, well, we're looking for signs of him being horrible.
1: That's true.
0: However, as I was thinking about it this week, I thought to myself, Cheryl also went way too far in what she said. So mm-hmm. should I really be on, like, Team Cheryl against Ion, And I can't in good conscience do that? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I... I'm sorry she had a bad experience.
1: hmm
0: Doesn't make it right.
1: <laughs> so he brings his dad to rehearsal for week two. We're dancing a quick step.
0: And i wrote for this seemed a little try hard (laughs) i just glanced down and saw
1: um he was he in like a sheer top for this I can't remember his exact costume for the quick step, but whatever he was in, he was in a black top. Yeah. I don't remember if it was sheer or not. But you could I, see really that's the thing. See... I
0: don't. I don't think it was sheer, but it, I think it was open.
1: You could see his back muscles really moving, and so then I got kind of distracted, where I couldn't tell if his shoulders were rising or not, or if it was just that his back was moving a lot. Um, but I felt like that kind of detracted from the dance for me. Um, I thought Cheryl choreographed a really wonderful number. I love the move where they're like moving forward but they do the the foot that like taps behind the foot. You know what I'm talking about? I yes. love that. All in all, it was a fine quick step.
0: It had a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. It to me, it was just a little overperformed. It felt a little forced, but that is kind of what's... I suppose, I think that's what kind of spurred my... Am I inherently biased against Ian Ziering?
1: Yeah. Ian. <laughs> hmm.
0: I, was, I would have called him his 90210 character, but let's be honest. I don't know it. Dylan? Gus. Michael um, 22 yep 787 for the quick step fine score fair
1: yeah
0: on to week three this time you thought he was'll try hard
1: yes um Cheryl took him to a strip club I don't really know why
0: <laughs> I honestly was confounded the whole time
1: yeah um so they I wasn't I wasn't
0: complaining but I was confounded
1: (laughs) I was complaining so again he dances in like the middle of the pack for this week and this was the first dance where I was like oh this is a proper jive like I've woken up like here we go there was I still had issues with some of it I felt like he was very hunched over for a lot of the dance and we have a major camera malfunction that I have no idea what happened there.
0: They, they cut to a camera person who is literally running backstage. Yes. And apparently, as that camera error is happening, apparently Ian just loses it and has a major mishap in the dance so So, that's what
1: i couldn't tell if there was like i couldn't tell if that was after the judges started talking i was like well was that deliberate like was he
0: i don't think so because i mean what would there be that they literally couldn't show
1: i have no idea
0: because if it was a wardrobe malfunction then okay I get why but, we are not showing it, but they don't say that. They say, you just completely fell apart. Yeah, the the they dance. were like, this and was they, a
1: nine. You messed up.
0: And they don't explain what happened. hmm Because obviously they don't know that we didn't see it.
1: hmm And then backstage, he seems very tense when asked about it. Mm-hmm.
0: But can't you understand being frustrated if you're like, we've worked so hard on this. This is a really good routine. And the judges even say, you could have gotten nines here Mm -hmm. and you just had a memory error.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Assuming it was a memory error.
1: So frustrating for him to live through, frustrating for me to live through. He sees straight eights.
0: Yeah. It was pretty sharp. He's got potential. I just don't know if I want to like him. Which is horrible.
1: I really don't know, though, because he, like, is very clearly trying to deliver good lines when he's in his talking head. He laughs at everything that he says. I don't know that he reads as super genuine. And and this could very well be, like, us nitpicking because of Cheryl, but, like, knowing who I am, I don't know that I would ever respond well to a personality like that on the show. Like, I like Clyde Drexler, who's over there, like, soft-spoken and sweet as can be.
0: Well, that almost brings up the idea of, as a celebrity, what do you want out of Dancing with the Stars? Is this something where you feel like well in order to stay relevant i have to do something so i'm gonna do this mm-hmm. am i doing this because i genuinely am excited do i feel like this is a b c list thing that is embarrassing that i have to go on like mm-hmm. what what are you what baggage are you bringing in and mm-hmm. i suppose if you're ian Zeering, who was on just this huge water cooler show. So popular with teens, blah, blah, blah. And now here you are on Dancing with the Stars. Do you feel like that's like such a low move? Is it something? I don't know. It it whereas like Clyde. This is something way not in his wheelhouse. So is this like a lark for him? I'm not saying any of this is legitimate. It's just a question that sometimes you wonder with Dancing with the Stars.
1: Yeah, you wonder about people what people's intentions are of coming on the show.
0: Like were they told by their manager, hey, this'll get you back in the public eye. Are they doing it like, oh, this'll be a great move up for me because I've never been at the top? Is this a you know what, this seems like a fun few weeks, why not? And I think that does affect the, how we see what people. they bring. Cause like Mario Lopez and Ian are in some sort of same boat they were both these teen heartthrobs Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and Mario. I mean, certainly you didn't necessarily always connect with him, but it, to me, it never felt like he was trying hard to be like, Oh, you have to love me again. I was so popular then it felt like he was genuinely enjoying doing this and was just kind of here for the ride.
1: But I often felt like he was disingenuine. I think that was one of my first comments about Mario. Yes,
0: which is, could also come from you've been media trained since you were like 20 and here you yeah. are like a Four decade 20. later or something. Yeah. So does that affect how you come across? I don't know. And again... All of this is speculation. I'm not saying that Mario was like, oh, this is something I want to do. And Ian was like, I'm embarrassed to do Dancing with the Stars. He seems like he wants to be here. Yes. I just, sometimes you think about it. We overanalyze Dancing with the Stars here. It's what we do, it's
1: literally what we're paid to do. Just kidding. I haven't seen a dime of any of my paycheck.
0: I mean, I've spent a lot of money on this. <laughs> And you'd never be able to tell based on the quality.
1: (laughs) Low budget, for sure. Speaking of low budget, let's talk about Billy Ray Cyrus. (laughs) Ah! Katie! 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 (laughs) In week two... Billy Ray performs a quick step.
0: I love the song "Ring of Fire." Great song. Anyway, he scores a twenty-one.
1: Super quick, right? Super quick song.
0: So slow. Such a weird song choice for a quick step.
1: Mhm. It. T- he's not good. I think he had poor body contact i think he had bad frame i think that he had bouncing shoulders i thought that he was ahead of the beat i would have been so happy if he would have been first eliminated
0: i agree with everything you said it didn't look natural no but it kind of improved as it went along
1: I don't even, I literally don't even know. I cringed the entire
0: time. I thought it got better in the second half, but not to the point that it got the praise it was given. Because the judges, we already implied this before, or flat out said it. I don't care. The judges said he was the most improved from week one to week two. Which is... patently false.
1: Horrific to say.
0: I think they were set up to say that though, because their package, Billy Ray is just so lacking confidence. He feels so beaten down because he was so bad. He should feel bad about what he did.
1: Yeah, like, I'm sorry. If you suck and the judges tell you that you suck, sucks to suck. (laughs) I don't know what else to tell you.
0: And when you didn't seem to put in any effort in preparation for week one.
1: Enjoy it gets,
0: enjoy sowing what you reaped.
1: I would honestly argue in both of the packages, it does not look like he puts much effort into rehearsal. I'm sure he does. I'm sure that he does commit proper time. But the way that it plays is he just has no energy in anything that he's
0: doing. But I just don't... Even when you think about his acting on Hannah Montana, he's not giving you energy.
1: No, <laughs> no.
0: So maybe this is what he's got. Which very
1: well could be. And so, if that's
0: it, then you can have it back, please.
1: <laughs> His quick step sees a 21, which is horrifically overscored.
0: Mm-hmm. Just considering Clyde got straight sixes. The first half alone of that dance should have merited fives and sixes. Yes. With the improvement in the second half? Okay, sure. Give it straight sixes and I wouldn't have been furious.
1: But a seven?
0: Three sevens? Choices were made. Well, our master BRC lives to see another week, so he goes on to week three. And this time he dances a tango. To rock the casbah.
1: We get it. You're a country singer who does not recognize any other form of music.
0: I mean, rock the casbah is like a punk song, girl.
1: It felt country the way that they performed it.
0: Okay. (laughs) Either way, a tango to rock the casbah was, was a strange choice. Um... However, are you going, you might legitimately hate me, and this time, I'm not doing a bit.
1: It was his best dance.
0: Okay, thank you. It was his best dance. The first half, he seemed legitimately into. The first half was working. Yes. It fell off in the second half.
1: Yes. He, he looked committed in the first half he definitely looked like he was trying in the Mm -hmm. first half I don't know if maybe that led to an overconfidence or maybe he felt like he didn't need. I don't know
0: or maybe he just lost the energy I don't know it was this time with that first half then I could say you are the most improved yes he didn't hold it so I can't give him that credit. It, but... it
1: wasn't a horrible dance. No. It was an okay tango. And especially yeah. for a week three tango, it was an okay tango. It was, you know, there were moments where they lost body contact at times. His butt came out at times. Mm-hmm. But it was probably his best dance. I think he looked unnatural sometimes. I this is where it's difficult because this is clearly a man that dancing does not come naturally to Mm -hmm. and despite being a country music star he does not seem like he's a god-given performer and so i want to give him praise when he is improving and when he is trying but It's just frustrating when he's getting these inflated scores that are not deserved. And then there are other contestants who are getting such harsher. It's just hard. It's hard with him.
0: Yeah. But I also can't necessarily fault the scores on this one because I did think the first half of the dance was actually genuinely good. Yeah. It, it did not hold that way. So getting straight sevens to me i was like you know what i'm not mad at it maybe a six thrown in there would have been valid but again if you're looking in context of how they're scoring other people that's where this becomes questionable
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but we're a broken record when it comes to that obviously the judges are unimpeachable they are perfect the Judges are the best judges of reality shows, other than maybe the Top Chef panel. However, the scoring so far in season four—they're just throwing darts at a board.
1: Yeah, it's, it's the just only been explanation. All over the all over the place.
0: Before we move on, Katie. Before the season began, we set incorrectly. We set the over under. Three. It should have been, th- been three and a half if we were doing, like, Vegas things.
1: I so, was thinking about this during well, his dance.
0: But you said, essentially, you set three and a half as our over-under for they will dance to Achy Breaky Heart. Yes. I took the under.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Obviously, we have not had Achy Breaky Heart. But Billy Ray did make sure to talk about his Achy Breaky butt. Backstage. So I'm going to give myself half credit.
1: I'll oh, I'll accept it. I'll allow it. I can't think of a natural segue. So let's go ahead and talk about Heather Mills and her partner, Jonathan Roberts.
0: We saw the enthusiastic Activia lady, Jamie Lee Curtis in this package. I know. Mwah. Chef's Mwah. kiss. I can't believe they never got Jamie Lee Curtis on this show.
1: I would love Jamie Lee Curtis on this show.
0: I mean, not now.
1: (laughs) I was about to say, who would you partner her with? I feel like I'd pair her with, like, Alan nowadays. Anyway, we don't care about current cast members. We care about Heather Mills and her partner, Jonathan Roberts. They dance a mambo in week two.
0: Not just a mambo. A mambo italiano. I love that song. I'm not ashamed. What song? Mambo Italiano.
1: Is that what they danced? Yes! Oh. I thought you were just trying to do an accent.
0: Katie, while we know my accent work is impeccable. Yeah. I'm not Fun just match. going to I'm not just going to do it to do it.
1: Um, I don't think I recognize the song. Okay, so their mambo was good. Their mambo was really good. She had really good hip action. And I really think that she looked like she was having fun during this dance.
0: It sagged in the middle for me, but Mm -hmm. I thought the opening, the ending were fun. She had a good performance.
1: It felt like for a week two dance, like, I feel like her choreography in this one, and I would say in the jive as well, was pretty difficult. Like I f- I feel like she's been given difficult choreography and she seems to be, you know, she's not a standout star. She's not hitting it out of the park, but she's she's holding her own with it.
0: It's making me really like Jonathan.
1: Yeah. Okay. Jonathan is like hot this season.
0: You said it. <laughs> I will second it all third it
1: yep um i thought that throughout the mambo they had like just a good connection between themselves too
0: yeah i like heather i think she's a decent performer she's not like sparkling just gleaming star whatever and maybe once again bias is rearing its ugly head yeah because i just remember the media didn't really like heather mills Uh, like heather
1: mills mccartney
0: that gold digger like that was the story of her Mm -hmm. i didn't watch i didn't watch dancing with the stars during this season but like i vaguely knew of heather mills mccartney because i knew like oh we like paul even though i didn't really know the beatles at that point yeah so, I don't know. It's it's just very weird. They're presenting such a strange picture of her.
1: Mm-hmm. I would say that, like, how she's coming across is she's, like, kind of like a muted delight. Like, she's not the standout star. She's not the one that I leave thinking about. But I do really enjoy her while I have her. Yeah. So she scores 24, she gets straight eights, and I think that's a respectable score for her, Mambo.
0: I think it's right.
1: Yeah. Week three, she performs a jive.
0: Which is a cruel choice.
1: Yes. In week two, the package did not focus on the leg. In week three, it did. But I think that that was – they they talked about how kicking and flicking is hard for her because she can't put her full – she can't kick out – I'm not sure which leg it is. She can't kick out the right leg because she can't kick it, and then she can't kick out the left leg because she can't put her full weight on the right leg. And I think it was a good thing to highlight that because I think if they wouldn't have and – that could have came up later, it would have felt like it was an injustice towards her. But I did hate that the entire package focused on the leg.
0: I didn't hate that because this one was specifically about, well, here's what we are doing to make sure we can do this jive. Okay. And so, like, I mean, they show them going to, I'm not sure if it's, like, a doctor, a technician, whoever they go to to, like... Mm -hmm talk about and there's times where they're talking about okay well like the shoes you're dancing in um like what would be most conducive to work like some of those things i actually thought were very interesting it wasn't oh i can't do this right it was just all right here are facts Mm -hmm. and here's what we're gonna do about it so it it was just kind of presented almost in an informational manner Mm -hmm. And so I liked that. Yeah. It's sort of like if we, if we had a package talk where Clyde says, here's how long my arm span is. And we go to a scientist to say, how long does it take you to get your arm out and straighten all those things? Like I would take that and not be, Oh, well they're trying to make me feel. No, I would just be like, okay, that's really interesting. And paints a picture of here's, something that we could perceive as a disadvantage and yes. what they're doing to combat it.
1: I thought the jive, I thought the dance itself was very good. I yeah. thought that she had really good bounce at times. I thought her shoulders bounced a little bit too much. Um, so I wanted a little bit more control on the shoulders. Um, And some of her movements were just a hair too timid for me, because apparently, as we know, I'm so particular about my jives. But I was really, really surprised by both of her dances, and I I would love to see more of Heather.
0: It's funny you say that. I thought, rather than seeming timid and controlled, I thought she was almost trying too hard to seem goofy and fun for this. At times.
1: Okay.
0: I, I did think it was a good performance. I thought it was a good jive. But she's not necessarily the most natural of performers. Mm-hmm. So that's what I took away from it. But yeah, I I think she's done well so far this season. Yep. And Jonathan's hot. <laughs> Jonathan Jonathan in this jive. Whew.
1: Ooh. Ooh, mama.
0: The Trey Boone was a lucky woman at that time.
1: Yes, she was. So they score.
0: Unless that wasn't a good relationship for them, in which case, good for you, Trey Boone.
1: Yes. Trey Boone, we stand. Um, They score a 24 on their drive. They see straight eights again. So, you know, she's staying pretty consistent.
0: Top of the table. That's where they are. It's trying to sound vaguely UK-ish for her.
1: It did. It did sound vaguely UK-ish, but I know that you've said that before on this podcast, and so then I was trying to place where you had said it before. I don't remember. I don't remember. Moving right along to Mr. Pork Chop himself. It's John
0: Ratzenberger! legitimately i had to look down to know which one we were talking about.
1: <laughs> john ratzenberger and his partner kim lakes for only days johnson
0: are you kidding
1: will be of lakes for weeks
0: no oh are god. you kidding? oh my god
1: no. <laughs> That one. I wrote it down on my paper too, and then had to cross it out. I don't know why I want John with Kim so bad. Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> it's John Ratzenberger with his partner, Edita Lewinska.
0: The star of the season, Edita Lewinska, is the star of Dude, the season.
1: I no i am loving her so much she, she is so funny
0: she is absolutely on fire in her confessionals my favorite thing is that john ratzenberger being a sitcom star feels like the person they would be relying on for the one-liners in their no, packages no, no, they no. are they are going to edit for like fifteen second lines and then yes. they'll briefly hear from John and we'll go back to Edita being like, well John does karate, as we all know. So I'm throwing in some kicks. We're gonna just be like I'm just like, oh my goodness, Edita. She
1: does not stop delivering. It's just singer after singer after singer. We stand a queen.
0: She is truly perfect. Yes. This season. I mean we already loved her. This is her apex. I know.
1: Oh, so you think that she's peaking?
0: I'm not saying she's going to go down from this, but this is like, this is everything. Everything Edita ever could have been.
1: It's so funny because I feel like every season I think that. And then it's like the next season, she just like kicks it up a notch and just like gives it to me more. I love her. Well,
0: to me, me, Edita in the past is a really good supporting player that she's kind of fun on the sides. And it's about her partner in the end. Mm -hmm. This is, no, this is the Edita show.
1: And I'm happy to watch.
0: Like, John is fun. John Ratzenberger is fun. Edita is the star.
1: hmm So they perform a quick step in week two. He did not miss a step. I think that there was room for improvement.
0: He's but ver- I... very hunched. Very hunched yes. when they're traveling.
1: Very hunched. Um, needed better body contact. And I could have just used more energy from him. Edita looked phenomenal in that green dress.
0: It was just charming. It was yeah. like, John was charming. She was charming. She was phenomenal. I mean, the lady was not a tramp in this dance. No. By the way, I can't believe we did not mention Lisa Gibbons flashing the judges.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and lady
0: was a tramp.
1: Tom... Very much so, kind of like what the fork is about to happen. Well,
0: did you love, they cut away from Lisa Gibbons.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
0: And then we just got it at the tail end that we saw. She moved her top down to show that she had like a temporary tattoo.
1: Of the Um, road tramp.
0: Which, very funny. But Edita and John, so good in this. Yes. But the real highlight of this. So backstage, Samantha asks John and Edita, "Do you think you're the dark horse?" And John answers this. John is like, "Oh yeah, like mama." And Edita goes, "He's not the dark horse. He's a light horse. Aren't horses supposed to be light?" <laughs> Which was the funniest thing. And then Samantha doesn't bad-nigh. She just says well, let's hope the scores aren't heavy. And they go right to the judges. And it just was the most incredible segment.
1: Yes. Edita.
0: I would love to hear Edita explain idioms, especially idioms about zoo animals. (laughs) We We know horses should be light because she goes to the zoo.
1: Because she is a frequent attendee of the zoo?
0: Well, we know she is inspired by animals and exotic movements.
1: Exactly. Such as the panthras.
0: Or horses.
1: (laughs) So they score a 21. They get straight sevens.
0: Then they do a tango. Once again, the woman is a delight. And her fedora and overcoat look. Stunning.
1: Stunning. Stunning.
0: I don't know if I want to be her partner or I just want to be her.
1: I want to be her best friend. Aren't we? I thought one of us was.
0: John was still a little hunched. Yep. He needed some better bend in his legs. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But I didn't really care about him. She's fabulous. She is wonderful.
1: It was a very enjoyable dance. I thought that he was emoting well. And I do agree. He was very hunched over. But I do think they had improved body contact from last week.
0: She's choreographing to his strengths. She's not going as... Shticky. Shticky as the George Hamilton partnership. And obviously, she can't do what she did with Joey. Yep. But she's making John look good, and John is just bringing out the best energy in her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I love, love her. I, I love, love her.
1: Yeah. So, John scores a 20 in week three, seven, six, seven. I don't have a natural segue for this. And now, entering the ring, it's Layla Ali and her partner, Maxim Sharmakovsky, dancing a mambo in week two.
0: My god, can she move. I
1: know. I know.
0: Her face, her hips, their spins. A great partnership. They looked perfect together. And I loved, loved that it, like, ended so small. It didn't end on, like, a big move or a pose. They Mm -hmm. just kind of, like, ended back-to-back in just this, like, small thing. Very out of expectations. I loved it. I loved this.
1: It's interesting that you say that you like their partnership as much as you do. Because Mm -hmm. I feel like when they dance... I want more from the two of them. I feel like I'm not getting a great connection, but like that is literally my only critique of the dance. She does something that I don't think we've seen from a female contestant up to this point where like she is fluid and she like dances through moves, but she also hits moves. Like it's a, it's the, I don't even know how to describe it. And it is incredible to watch.
0: She's just great.
1: She's so good. I really liked her Mm -hmm. these two weeks.
0: I was getting a little nervous about the fluffing of an ego of one Maxim Shimmerkovsky. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so interesting, and I don't think we have time to talk about it on today's episode. It might be for, like, the wrap-up, but, like, it is so interesting how his ego... I mean, you can tell when he is getting critiques, when he is, you know, backstage. He definitely does... You you see his ego, and I don't think that of the pros, he's a shining star. Like, there are other pros who I... I'm enjoying even other male pros who I am enjoying so much more than him. And it is so interesting to see him emerge as this.
0: I think we're we're gonna have a lot of time to talk about Max because I do think he is charismatic and really enjoyable. I think once again, we know where this is headed. Yes. And that makes us go, oh no, gird your loins. Yes. Whereas
1: I just I would argue that like, I think Jonathan and probably Tony, to me are like, quote, unquote, bigger personalities than maybe like Max's right now. See,
0: that's so interesting. Because before this rewatch, I have never had any feelings about Jonathan Roberts.
1: No, me neither. And I'm eating him up right now.
0: Well, even in the other seasons we've seen him, I have had, like, no feelings about Jonathan Roberts. And this season, I don't know what's happening, but I'm like, Jonathan is working for me. Yeah. I think we can put a pin in that for future weeks. Yep. We'll have more to say about Max.
1: Their mambo truly was incredible. It was such a good dance. It was A
0: 27!
1: Every point. Straight nines... Well, deserving of them. It was crazy to see straight nines though in week two, but I think especially after Apollo getting nines out the gates, she, if she wouldn't have gotten nines, we would have been so upset.
0: We probably would have been booing them, hoping they would hear it in 2007.
1: Absolutely.
0: Then in week three, they dance a gold finger tango.
1: And who do we see?
0: A very poorly styled Valentine Shumarkovsky. A
1: very young Valentine Shumarkovsky.
0: I loved that she called him Valentine. I love that.
1: I loved her styling in this tango. Her yes. hair was gorgeous. Her pantsuit. Was incredible.
0: It was a very fast rendition of Goldfinger. Mm Mm-hmm. Too fast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It was a frenetic tango. Performed pretty well. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. But. But.
0: They broke the rules.
1: For... Stupid reasons.
0: I mean, the way the judges, the way I think Len said it actually made it make sense. And Max seemed while he wasn't happy. Yeah. I do think when Len said that the look on Max's face kind of looked like he pegged us dead to rights, which is Layla made it clear she didn't have a lot of time to rehearse this
1: mm-hmm.
0: this week. And Len said, it seemed like you needed to fill time because you ran out of time. So you broke hold and just put in a little bit of filler. And honestly, that's probably exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. It was, we don't have time to choreograph something here. It's just going to be nothing.
1: Yeah. I think, like you said, Len was right on the money. So um at times when they were in hold, I felt like her arm looked hyper extended. There was something that just looked a little odd about their frame. Um, and I don't know what it was, but I I really enjoyed this tango and I really wish that they would have stuck within the rules.
0: It wasn't my favorite tango, but I like her. Yep. She's got it.
1: So we see a slight dip. They score twenty one. They fall to the middle of the pack for the first time. But good news, basically everyone's in the middle of the pack. So now we move on to the other Mr. Porkchop and his actual partner, Kim Lakesford Ace Johnson,
0: the star of the season, Miss Levinska. Oh wait. i love this song i love billy joel i love billy joel
1: (laughs) i love billy joel
0: so like tell her about it i was like let's go like i got hype um i did not like this quick step i did not like this quick step really there was so much messing about The whole storyline, because they did a story in this dance of like, Joey is sort of goofing around and trying to get Kim to goof around and she won't, she will only dance properly with him. So then they'll like dance proper, then it'll go goofy again and nope, we'll dance proper and at the end, oh, finally she'll get goofy with him. And I was like, I hate the messing about, I hate the goofy stuff. Give me a proper quick step. I wanted to like it.
1: I I enjoyed the dance um I thought it's it is incredible how light on his feet he is it is unreal how easy it all appears to come to him because we know from watching the show that like ballroom dancing is not an easy thing but he just really does look so natural at it so I, I enjoyed it for that um His butt came out at times, but I thought that his frame was pretty good, all in all.
0: I just thought he was, like, mugging this whole dance.
1: It scores a 24 straight eights, and I would say it feels right.
0: Then we move on to one of the most iconic early Dancing with the Stars dances. Katie, did you know this dance before? Existed, yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is, like, the Joey Fatone dance.
1: When they started talking about Star Wars, I literally gasped. I found this dance on YouTube. That's not how we typically watch the dances. And I sent it to my mother and my brother, who also were just like, this is incredible. So, like, it was really hard for me to critique it because of my love for Star Wars. However, I think that like he really did border on such chaotic energy and yeah it
0: yes it is chaos the dance should absolutely not work it is a tango to like the star wars disco funk remix
1: Mm -hmm. no my roommate was literally in the kitchen and my roommate was like I knew that I recognized that music, but I couldn't quite figure out like how I knew that music.
0: It should not work. It does. Like you said, I don't think I can accurately critique this because this is iconic. Yeah, in the and it's the Star's history. It's so, Star
1: Wars. Like, there's just so much about like he is literally holding a lightsaber throughout this dance. How am I supposed to critique
0: that? This is just like it codifies what people thought Dancing with the Stars like was or could be. It's mm-hmm. so campy and cheesy and shouldn't work, but it's enjoyable and it just exemplifies what we like about this. So, I I cannot I cannot and will not say anymore.
1: Yeah, it scores a a straight eights again. It scores a twenty four. Top of the what, Chris?
0: Top of the tauntaun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and now it is time to say goodbye to our second eliminated couple.
0: She was in the bottom two both weeks and just could not escape it.
1: You knew it was coming. You understand how it was coming. It's Shandy Finnessy and her partner, Brian Fortuna.
0: So their Mambo. She's charming. Mm -hmm. She's like sweet and like easygoing fun.
1: I enjoyed her in the package. I thought that he far outdanced her (gasps) in the
0: Oh, God. Well, he didn't choreograph enough for her and then gave himself so much to do. And that was the problem. He needed to do less and she needed to do more. Because... There was a version of this that was spectacular, but because they were on two opposite ends of the spectrum, it just didn't come together.
1: There were times where, like, when she was on, she was so on, but I literally thought she looked like a deer in the headlights. Like, she just looked lost. I just don't... Like, she... I don't know if, like you said, she needed more to do or what it was. It just, it did not work.
0: Yeah, I didn't see the deer in the headlights as much, but I'm just thinking, like, if you think about some of the arm and shoulder movements, he's like doing these, like his arms are going to like hit three different places within a count and Mm -hmm. her move is that like over a bar she just extends her arm out nicely and he so in the same time he's done like four more moves and that just didn't it didn't fit as a partnership
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and that i think was just a sign of he's a first time pro he was trying to be like, "Well, this is what we would normally do, and I'm going to teach her what she can do, and I will do what I will normally do." Whereas you saw Tony dancing small to match Lisa. Yes. I I think Brian improves for the next week, but as it is, the mambo a six seven seven score of 20, twenty thirty nine overscored. Their... I thought it was about right. I thought it was overscored. I thought she danced what she was given well, but she wasn't made to look good by Brian. Mm -hmm.
1: So then they perform a jive.
0: She did not benefit from going first. No. She, I, I think it was almost active producer sabotage. Her scores were going to be deflated by going first.
1: I feel like in the jive, it was, again, it was kind of like Clyde, where I'm like, you know what you're doing. You just need to get out of your head and dance. And that could very well lend itself to going first, too.
0: Yeah. I Again, I don't think she seemed that timid. I thought she delivered a pretty good performance in this. Her her arms were a little noodly, but I thought she had good feet, a good performance. Mm-hmm. I just hate packages where a couple that is so clearly doomed that is never going to make it that far is talking about, well, we need to work so much harder because it's the Rachel Hunter type. Where she does her whole, well, people aren't voting for us, so we need to do well with the judges. I just hate hearing it. It makes me sad and then the producers also of course want to spin it so it's not just sad so the person's like well we're gonna be in it we're gonna fight for it we're gonna do it and you know there's no way Mm -hmm. i i just don't like it and she's trying and she's good and
1: she's fun you know what i mean like she like you said like she's got a good personality like she was enjoyable to watch it was unfortunate to lose her I mean, I am also kind of okay with losing her, but I feel like I would have preferred to lose Master BRC.
0: Yes. I mean, the correct answer is we can get rid of him. And she's in the bottom two with Lisa, And that's one where it's like, okay, I get it. I don't necessarily want to lose her, but uh, we can potentially lose her eventually. So if given the choice, I guess Shandy should go in this situation. But
1: yep. So her jive sees a score of twenty one, straight sevens. That score felt right. I could have maybe seen her getting a little bit of a higher score, but she was first out of the gate.
0: She she was basically disadvantaged from the jump this week.
1: Yeah. So, in conclusion, in weeks two and three of season four of Dancing with the Stars, we had one contestant that we were fine to lose. And we had one robbed goddess.
0: She is forever in our hearts. Especially since she doesn't like Tyra Banks. Um, So, Shandy and beloved robbed goddess Paulina Poroskova, we hardly knew ye.
1: And with that, Chris, I think that concludes episodes two and three.
0: I can't believe we talked about 47 dances.
1: We're really good at math.
0: If you think you can count to five, then give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Um, You can also leave a review. You can share episodes with your friends, tell them to listen. Uh, And of course, you can tell them they can listen on any podcatcher.
1: You can also follow us on our social medias. We are located on Twitter at JMPpod and we are found on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic.
0: Want to segue us out? You are the queen of segues.
1: There is no segue from that. Chris, I love you and I like you.
0: Katie, I hear you and I see you. And please stay tuned for the premiere Of season 10 of The Bachelor with Naval Officer Andy Baldwin coming up next. It might be the most dramatic season ever.
1: They say that every GD season.